Listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk season one. Uh, maybe. There could be more, but I don't think so. This could just be the one season of mm-hmm. Loki on Disney+. Plus. We're talking about episode one called Glorious Purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is a lot to talk about. <laughs> so many things happened. Uh First and foremost, uh, it was reported that this was the most watched of the Marvel Disney Plus shows, which does oh, not wow. does this actually does not surprise me. Like I know uh, the most watched first episode. Uh, that I see. Th- that does okay. not surprise me because uh, people like people love WandaVision now, especially mm-hmm. since the show is done, and people love Falcon and the Winter Soldier, especially now that that show has has wrapped up as well. But People like really love Loki, and he is by far the yep. biggest character to have their own show thus far. So that that didn't surprise me at all. Um, Loki's got a as a MCU character has a humongous following, so mm-hmm. that did not surprise me. Uh, so this episode, uh, this premiere debut episode, picks up. Actually, near the end of Avengers Endgame, yeah. Loki is captured by the Time Variance Authority, the TVA, for creating a new timeline after, escape, after escaping the Battle of New York with the Tesseract in 2012. The TVA resets the timeline, turning this version of Loki into a Time Variant. At the TVA's headquarters... Loki goes before a judge, Ravana Renslayer, and she accuses him of crimes against the sacred timeline. And we will talk a little bit about that uh, after we talk about what happened in the episode. Loki says this is not his fault. If you want to blame somebody, blame the Avengers for creating (laughs) this situation by traveling back in time. However, Judge Renslayer states that unlike Loki's escape, the Avengers mission was meant to happen. Uh, just as he is about to be sentenced to, I don't, I don't know, deletion or whatever it is that they're going to do to him. Oh, was, they were going to reset him. They were yeah. going to reset him, which I think mm-hmm. is, I think they're just going to, uh, maybe they just reset him and put him back in the timeline. I don't remember. I think but, so, yeah. Um, but before his sentencing, he is interrupted by Agent Mobius M. Mobius. And I'm guessing that middle M, Aurora, is also Mobius. <laughs> Mobius, 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 Mobius. I think he's like Beetlejuice. Um, And he takes Loki to the time theater to review Loki's past misdeeds 
and questions him about the his, his history of hurting people, showing that Loki in his would-be future inadvertently causes the death of his adoptive mother, Frigga. Loki steals TVA technology and the Tesseract, but gives up on escaping after realizing that the TVA's power seemingly exceeds that of the Infinity Stones. Loki returns to the Time Theater and watches more of his would-be future, including his eventual demise at the hands of Thanos, mm -hmm. realizing that cruelty and mischief will not lead to his ascendance. Loki agrees to work with Mobius to hunt down the killer of several TVA troops, who Mobius says is another variant of Loki. So there is so yeah. much more to unpack here, Aurora. <laughs> uh, where do you want to begin talking about episode one? I want to begin begin with the fact that Owen Wilson is the MCU is in, in the MCU now. <laughs> yes, playing Mobius, Mobius, Mobius. Yes, and I love Owen Wilson so much. Mm -hmm. I, I, he makes me laugh every time I see him. Can in a we movie talk or about show. the uh, the chemistry between Tom Hiddleston oh. and Owen Wilson? So good. They are so good together. So good. Yeah, they're excellent. Um, I'm very excited to see him in in the MCU because he's just mm -hmm. he's gonna be great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I saw him, I was like, yes! <laughs> uh, there's so many things to unpack here. Uh, let's try to begin with the explanation of all of this. So when <laughs> when Loki when Loki goes to essentially the the waiting room or whatever, where he has to take a ticket, uh, this is where we're introduced to Miss Minutes. The kind of, uh, I guess, mascot for the Time Variance Authority. And mm -hmm. this whole place, Aurora, has like a 70s vibe to it. Like a late yeah. 60s, early 70s kind of vibe aesthetically. And we are treated to a cartoon. And actually, when me and my daughter were, uh, when my daughter and I were watching this the first thing that popped into my mind, the way this cartoon worked was kind of actually similar to the Mr. DNA cartoon in Jurassic park where it's yep. used to like explain. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly it. Yes. Yes. Um, like Miss that's, minutes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I wonder if Miss minutes and Mr. DNA have ever hung out before. That would be interesting. <laughs> uh, but they, um, the cartoon is very much in the style like that Flintstones, uh, Jetsons mm -hmm. animation style uh, yep. from the 70s. Uh, so very nostalgic looking animation and reminiscent of some of the early 80s cartoons and stuff, too, that I'm sure you and I both grew up with. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of nostalgic look and feel to all of this. But she explains that a very, very, very long time ago, there was a multiverse and barriers between these multiverses were broken down and there was a war between them all. And then there were three alien lizard people. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what they're called. The time. They're not time Lords. That's Dr. Who no. the time, not time masters. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't remember either. time lizards, uh, the time lizards, the yep. grand time lizards. Uh, they, I'm going to feel really bad. I just watched this episode for a second time and I don't remember <laughs> what the grand time lizards are called. So for now, grand time lizards, mm -hmm. um, but they through some sort of very superior power, uh, seemingly 
were able to take these multiverses and wrap them into one sacred timeline, which they then created the Time Variance Authority to protect and keep. And whenever there is some sort of variance, they are sent, uh, the TVA is sent to correct it. Um, right. They're it's essentially to prevent any uh, multiverse things to happen. And I can see why the... Uh, I can see why the Avengers, their their thing was meant to happen, especially since even though they took stones from places they were not supposed to be um, or took them from their time to somewhere else they weren't supposed to be, they were ultimately returned by them. Thus, for the most part, fixing those timelines. But right. according to the judge, everything they did was supposed to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, that's why what Loki and in the video, it's like you could start like anything could cause a a, a variation offense. Like you can yeah, start like, a revolution said, or you could be late for work. Yeah, they you could be late for work. And I was like, shit. <laughs> Roar's like, oh, God, uh, I, could I better be- get I better be on time every time. <laughs> you do not want to be arrested by the time variance no. authority. Um, could you imagine the kind oh my of God. role in history that you must be like yeah. that you must be in if you were late to work and it caused yep. a shift in the time stream enough that they're mm-hmm. like, we need to stop this from spawning a multiverse. Yep. Uh, yep. Aurora, that could be you. So just please don't be late for work anymore. <laughs> I'll try my best. Okay, good. <laughs> no promises. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure your bosses would love to hear that. Oh, now they have a, now they have an angry face as soon as you, you put a caveat on there. Uh, well, listen, maybe me being late for work is what should happen. Right. <laughs> I mean, who, how are you to know, right? Well, yeah. You know, maybe me going early is what's not supposed to happen. Right. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm just trying to, to protect the universe. Yeah. It's, possi- it's possible, Aurora, that you're supposed to be late every time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just my role. You know, it's just my yeah. little part in protecting the universe. It's fine. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to like really turn this over. Like, I think the universe is meant for me to sleep in every single day. Yep. Uh, yeah. Now I'm convinced. I, I, I'm convinced right now that that's, it. that's my purpose. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, like that, that's a little, it's a little, con- it's a little confusing. The thing Here's the big thing for me. Well, there were two big things in this episode for me. There was one mm-hmm. mind-blowing moment for me, which sort of uh, defined... And it was the mind-blowing moment for Loki as well, but it sort of defined the power of this place that clearly exists outside of the timeline. Right. Because Mobius, Mobius, Mobius says to Loki that time mm-hmm. passes differently in the TVA. Mm-hmm. So uh, clearly... Uh, Clearly, with it existing outside of the timeline, probably existing outside of that universe, even, I would wager. Yeah. It's not terribly surprising, the revelation that was made, but in the moment, it was very surprising. So Loki, in his bid to escape, he wants the Tesseract back because, of course, that is the Space Stone. And Mm -hmm. he goes to this clerk that, you know, basically took the Tesseract when yeah, and does know what processing. does it does it know what fish what a fish is? No, yeah, Loki's like, <laughs> give me the tesseract or I'm gonna gut you like a fish. He's like, what's a fish? 
<laughs> and he's like, what? And he's like, I would just like to know what I am being threatened with before I comply. Uh, <laughs> which I love that guy already. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, whatever his name is, uh, Chase or Charles yeah, I don't remember. Or something. Randy? I don't know. Fish guy. Fish guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sure we'll see him again. Uh, he's way too funny to not be seen again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, he opens a drawer and he's like, here's your Tesseract back. And then Loki pauses and we get a look inside of his drawer and it's just a bunch of infinity stones yep just there's like a the the mind stone there's like five time stones mm-hmm. there's you know a, a bunch of them clearly all variant infinity stones taken from various points in history from people who screwed up the timeline or whatever or were trying to screw up the timeline and i can only imagine people with a time stone uh, what that would result in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're inert in the TVA. Yep. They have no power. So much so that he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got a bunch of those. Some of the guys even use them as paperweights. Yes. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, you hear that and you're like, well, you know, the, all, the, all the effort in mm-hmm. previous movies um, for this. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? I should have <laughs> even noticed it too. Well, I mean, I kind of noticed it, but I thought maybe it was a visual effects problem or something but the tesseract and the tva seemed to be much less glowy yeah it was not as bright or anything and i'm like on second thought now i'm like that makes sense if it has like no power there like it's just housing an inert rock that doesn't Mm -hmm. do anything and that's sort of when loki had that realization as well that maybe this place is what it's saying that it is because he does not believe it at all uh, but he tries to use his magic. He tries to use his magic during the trial. And it just looks like he's like, like thrusting into the air. Uh, right. <laughs> like the guard right. is like laughing at him. It's like, oh, he's trying to use his magic. They're like, nah, yeah. that, that doesn't work here. <laughs> um, I also love like they're tiny. There are tiny little things. Um, but there's, there's some big theories to talk about as well. But I'm curious to know more of your thoughts before we jump into things that I noticed or things that I read about or whatever afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I think that the show is, is my kind of vibe. I like the Mm -hmm. the vibe of, you know, it's interesting, but it has like a humor behind it. And Mm -hmm. I really like it. Um, But in this episode, the thing that I like the most was, and it's, it happened in one division and it happened in, in, uh, oh my gosh, Falcon. Falcon on the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Winter Soldier, where I see Marvel like being more about the character development than the action. Mm -hmm. And we see Loki going through his life. Yeah. And seeing, you know, his adoptive uh, mom dying and he sees uh, his dad also dying and mm-hmm. um, he sees Thor, you know, saying that he, you know, he appreciates him and you yes. see all that. And while, while he's seeing that he's crying. Yes. Which is weird to see Loki do. Yeah. Um, but then before that, uh, Mobius was kind of doing like an interview with him, like a... Mm-hmm trying to get him to say what his purpose was yes um and loki's the whole the whole time loki's like i'm a god i i just want to rule i want to you know do all these things and every time he would say something mobius would be like yeah but you say this but you failed yeah multiple times almost like that's your it. almost like that's your purpose yes right um and at the end 
uh, I wrote it down because I thought it was such a good line. There's a, a line that Loki says to Mobius. He's like, I don't, I don't like hurting people. Yeah. Um, and the quote is, uh, is the cruel elaborate trick conjured by the weak to inspire fear. Yes. He says that. And I, I was, I was like, that's an amazing quote. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's such a, an amazing, like just in one episode, you see the arc of Loki just being yeah. like, I'm a, you know, I have this glorious purpose and I want to be a God. And then yes. at the end, he's like, no, I'm just, I'm, I, you know, I'm weak. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what I'm doing. I'm just, uh, preying on people because I'm weak. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was amazing. You've, I think you see arcs in characters when they become humbled by their situation. And usually that can take right. some time. But Loki yep. was put into a position where he was humbled very quickly. Immediately. Yes. <laughs> uh, he was humbled really quick. So, yep. no, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, um, I, that's that was my favorite part of the episode, mm -hmm. seeing that. Yep. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, I feel like there's just stuff we're missing. Okay, but let's... There's some theories... To discuss, I don't know if you've I don't know if you've got anything that you're already thinking about one episode in, but can we talk about mm -hmm. one real quick that I think sure. is fascinating? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you caught this or not. I I certainly did not catch it. Okay, but uh, there is, and again, this is just a theory, but it makes sense, sort of, given where things are sort of rolling with the MCU and their television properties and things like that. Uh, but Somebody noted that uh, one of the times where Loki, I think, teleports himself out of the... He uses, like, the time twister thingy that they've got. Mm -hmm. um, uses to teleport himself away from the room that he's in to go find the, the Tesseract. And, a port, like, where he's at, like, a portal opens and then a TV officer uh, walks through escorting somebody. Uh, yep. It appears to be a woman in a dress... And a hairstyle that is very, 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 very evocative of uh, Agent Peggy Carter. And oh, she's, I didn't notice that. She's very much in the, it's very much in the background. Uh, but there are definitely, uh, I feel like uh, a few people, like I think Nerdist has a video on this and a few other places where they, they freeze the video and stuff like they go out of your way to like, I'm pretty sure it's not Haley Atwell because they wouldn't bring her in just to do that. But it's somebody who looks a lot like her wearing mm -hmm. a dress mm -hmm. that she wore in the Agent Carter TV show. Now, a mm -hmm. lot of those TV shows were produced under Marvel TV, which was a separate entity from Marvel Studios. Right. And they're like, they wanted them to work together. And there was an attempt, a loose attempt, I think, collaboratively to sort of do this. But ultimately, the shows kind of felt weirdly apart from the MCU timeline. Like, I mean, sure, you remember early on in Daredevil and in Jessica Jones, mm -hmm. they kind of vaguely hint at the first Avengers movie. And their agents of shield tried very hard to at first to try to step, stay in line with the MCU movies, but then eventually just went off on their own things like that. Right. Right. And the theory is with the TVA now happening and they obviously have this device to reset the timeline that, uh, there's this theory that they are, um, and I don't even know if this will be something that they even canonize in the sense that we see it happen on screen. 
But some people are wondering if this is like their nod to say like the TVA went and wiped those shows from like Mm. Agent Carter didn't happen. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't happen. Like now a further point to this. um, There's a moment when uh, Agent Mobius is walking uh, Loki through his history and mentions him murdering Phil Coulson. And that's the thing that brought the Avengers together. And Loki says well, Lil Solace for a dead man, mm-hmm. which if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know that Phil Coulson is not dead. He was right. brought back. And Mobius, Mobius, Mobius would also know this as well, but he doesn't say anything. Like, it would be further detrimental to Loki and more to his point to be like, well, he didn't even die. So, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like, it didn't do, yep. ultimately did nothing, but he didn't mention it. So people are kind of maybe taking these as sort of like quiet nods that like these shows, the Marvel Netflix shows, maybe just are erased from the MCU canon or timeline or Mm. whatever. Like they went in, they put those little like time fixing bombs down on the ground and went boop. And that is it uh, for those shows. Uh, That's a theory. There's nothing concrete about it, but... To be honest, that the woman looks remarkable. Like it's the same hairstyle. I'm gonna have to it go back. I have dress. to go back and, yes. and watch that. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Um, yeah. Just go to like the YouTube's. Uh, I think Nerdist has a a video about it where they talk about it sort of in detail a little bit, or at least what the theory is. Anyway, okay. that they're talking about it. Uh, so there are some other theories, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, that weren't from Nerdist, like. The thing that I immediately started thinking about in this episode is, well, because I think it's obvious based off of where the MCU is going. There's the Spider-Man movie that is the obviously there's all the rumors about that. But then there is clearly a Doctor Strange movie called the Multiverse of Madness, which, by the way, is something Miss Minutes in her video references. She says it was she said it was madness. Mm-hmm. And talking about the multiverse, I'm like, oh, that is a that is a nice little hint or a mm-hmm. nod or a point of the finger to this Doctor Strange movie. So clearly at some point, the the sacred timeline will be split and right. other timelines will be open. I'm wondering, because of the size and the scope and the power of the TVA and the Grand Time Lizards, Aurora, which eventually, I'm sure by the next episode, I will remember what their names are or what they're called. I like time lizards though. (laughs) The grand time lizards, um, the exalted time lizards. I'm sure I feel like if they exist at all, because they very much, they very well could be like, uh, speaking of, they could very much be like the grand wizard in the wizard of Oz. He could be Mm -hmm. just somebody behind a curtain. I don't think so although i mean loki felt I mean, very much like this was a trick but if it is it's a very yeah, that's, powerful a, that's trick. what i was gonna say that th- there were a couple of times in the episode where he refers to this whole thing as an illusion he's like this is an yes. illusion this is not real yes um and maybe and I, it is yeah maybe maybe, maybe it's mephisto uh let's yeah <laughs> i'm never gonna let that die uh <laughs> but i'm wondering if the true villains are it's not this loki variant but maybe the Grand Time Lizards are the TVA well, themselves are the villains of this show. Well, the episode ends with 
some TVA officers investigating another weird thing happening. Yes, in and Oklahoma they get killed in the right, they, 1800s. They yes. get they get burned alive by this whoever is doing this. Presumably but we the never, Loki variant. Yeah, and we we're shown this after we are told that it it's Loki. Mm -hmm. But they don't show their the face of the person. No. We just see like a hooded person just doing this, and I was like, hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Why didn't they? It would have been great if they showed like his face, right? It would confirm it, but they didn't. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I don't think it's. I don't know. I don't think it's Loki. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it. I think it is. Oh. Uh, but I think it's. Uh, who is this? This. Uh, they've announced this. Um, this woman to be in the show, but her role is undisclosed. Sophia okay. Martino, I think she was not in this episode or was she, um, hmm. she was not in this episode, but her role is undisclosed and, uh, a variant is just a Loki from another time. But what if this is a Loki from another universe universe as well? Yeah. And in the comics, there is essentially a lady Loki. And oh. this could, in fact, be Loki, but it's a female Loki instead. <gasps> so uh, I don't know if you noticed this also, but for the record on his, they show like Loki's stat sheet or whatever, his rap sheet, and yep. his gender is listed as fluid. So yep. Yep. Uh, yep. that was like a big thing where people were like, oh, my God, they finally like recognize that, which was awesome, yep. by the way. But I think definitely also sort of opens the door a little bit for i don't know if i don't know if in the comics she's known as lady loki but um that's what i've heard like a lot of people just refer to that character as and if it's just a loki if it's just tom hiddleston why the cloak why the shadows exactly exactly all of that stuff and yes. we do see him like in the trailers we do see him with a woman and people thought it was like black widow at first because of the silhouette and the haircut and I guess one of the locations that it was at looked kind of like um, Vormir. I almost said mm -hmm. Vermeer, but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think I think that's where they're going to be heading with this. That'll be cool if that's if that's true. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I really don't know if if this Loki variant is the bad guy. I think it. I, I think the TVA might be the the bad people here, but we shall see how mm. it all plays out. There's still many episodes left. I think I don't know how many there are, but I think it's more than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, of course, because it's Disney Plus, they are not telling us shit, so <laughs> we don't know anything. <laughs> but uh, you but know yeah. what? I have to say that from the, all the the three shows, mm -hmm. this one, this first episode was the one that I felt the most like. Oh my god! I want to know what happens next. Yes. Uh, with WandaVision, it happened too, but it was more like, it wasn't like, I want to know what happens next. I was, it was more like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, By the time we with, got there, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this one, I was like, oh, my God, I need another episode right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. So, yeah, six episodes for this series, Aurora, uh, just like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I know, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like they're going to be hour-long episodes, so we get six hours of Loki, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
uh, I mean, and that's going to be it for the TV shows for a little bit. Uh, but then Black Widow is going to premiere in theaters and things like that as well. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, four MCU movies <laughs> this year. So <laughs> maybe, maybe Aurora, um, we will just, uh, if we go see all those movies, maybe we'll just s- swing along episodes of this where we just go and talk about those movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just for, fun, just for fun in the meantime. I'm sure they'll get covered on the main Cinema Geekly podcast as well, but with other movies and things like that as well mixed in. Mm-hmm. So we could just do an in-depth just talk about uh, yeah. the movies. Because uh, a lot of new and uh, there's all of them look interesting, but there's also a lot of new MCU stuff this yep. year. So that could all be very fun. Uh, all right. Any final thoughts or feelings on Loki? And what would you give episode one? I was going to say that I, I was laughing out loud when that uh, intro scene of uh, Hulk trying to get in the elevator. <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, there's uh, a maximum capacity limit, big guy. I, <laughs> I laughed when, um, you know, so Loki. So one reveal in this episode is that Loki somehow knew that another group of Avengers had traveled back in time, even though he didn't yep. specifically see them. But I feel like they saved this very well. Because they, he acknowledged how he knew with a joke, which mm-hmm. is, uh, uh, which is, you can only smell that much cologne from two Tony Starks. Right, <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh, and um, they also covered it by having him not actually know what they were doing. He right. thought they were traveling back in time to stop his ascendancy to God King status. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not what they were doing there at right, all. Right, um, right. But yeah, um, yep. there was a lot of uh, the. Oh my god! There's now the. Thanks for mentioning the funny stuff, Aurora. Now because like <laughs> it's flooding back. So like when he's uh, going through uh, first, like when he drops down into the room where you have to sign all of the the, the mm-hmm. sheet of paper, you confirm that this is everything you've ever said. The reaction of the cat to Loki was hilarious that was amazing uh that was a tremendous reaction and then the station after that where it's like you know to the best of your knowledge are you a robot or synthetic life form uh that you were born uh uh a more or you know whatever it is um an organic an organic organic. and he's like what if i'm a robot and i walk through this thing it's like it'll like melt you from the outside or from the inside out (laughs) and He's like, do a lot of people not know if they're robots? <laughs> and then he's like, not sure for like a minute. He's like, am I? What if I am? Um, like he had a small existential crisis, but he was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that whole thing was 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 great. So yeah. much fun. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for the next episode. Aurora, what did you give this one? I gave it a four and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm holding on a five because I'm, I'm assuming that we're going to get a, a, an episode that's going to be a five. Yep. So I'm holding on to it, but uh, four and a half. I really liked it. Yeah. I know the I know the score, too. I gave it that as well, even though yep. like, I was just like, oh, this is such a good episode. It's a five. Yep. But I'm like, yep. uh-huh, we'll, just, we'll just wait. I don't want to give every episode a five. Right. Right. So... <laughs> Yep. It's a spiritual five, but in hard actual <laughs> concrete, it's a four and a half. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for the next episode. Okay. So um, speaking of that, I guess we'll just get on our way. Uh, in the meantime, you can head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. Of course, this podcast, along with all the others, are listener supported and you can support us 
by signing up at Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly, or uh, picking yourself up some merch. There's still no merch yet for this podcast, Aurora, because I don't know how to do that and avoid copyrights. So yeah. uh, there's some ideas floating around, but uh, we'll get around to that eventually, perhaps. But there's merch, plenty of merch for other Cinema Geekly podcasts as well. It's all available at geeklymerch.com. Links for both of those in the show notes for this episode. Of course, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., hit subscribe, and that way you can join us next time where we will talk about episode two of Loki on Disney+. Plus. 